Hi guys, welcome back to the Nadia Murdoch Fit Mind and Body podcast. And today I have the lovely ladies from Iris Mind and Body, Taryn Laganegro and Kristen Brock. Hi guys, thanks for joining me. Hey Nadia. Hi. Thanks for having us. <laughs> so I, I met these lovely ladies through a mutual contact, which seems to be how everything I do lately works out. And um, they have this gorgeous, beautiful little yoga studio in New Jersey. So guys, why don't you share with everybody about your yoga studio and what your offerings are? Yeah, so we opened um, in April of 2018 um, in Cedar Grove, New Jersey. And, um, you know, our whole idea for years as yoga teachers has been that yoga is for everybody. So no matter what age, what ability you are, uh, where you are in your life, um, we've got yoga for you. And we've been able to create that now in our own studio. So it's been really fun over the last eight, nine months, getting that going and getting that, um, you know, message out there. Yeah, I know that like when I started yoga, I was always afraid to walk into a studio and not know um, the the proper rules to a studio. And mm-hmm. it's kind of why does there have to be so many rules? So we kind of operate in that way to make people feel less nervous or less anxious about starting a yoga practice. And I immediately got that vibe just from your personalities. I haven't taken your class, but just the vibe that you guys give. It's very chill. It's very relaxed. Um, And I think that's important because there are a lot of people that want to try different forms of fitness, but because they talk themselves out of it because of that fear and that expectation. So I love, I love that concept. Thank you. You guys do a really cool thing called goat yoga. I really have to just dive into this. <laughs> that's when I saw that, I was like, oh, oh my God. So tell me why goat yoga and how have people responded to it? Um, so why goat yoga? I mean, I guess we always respond with that with why not. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> It started over on the um, West Coast. Uh, I actually was hearing more about the story from the guy who we work with at Totes Goats um, that apparently this woman had um, really high anxiety and um, a lot of uh, issues uh, that she wanted to work through using yoga, but she also happened to have a barn and all these animals. So she brought a yoga instructor over, rolled out a mat, and started doing yoga at the barn. And of course, like the yo- the goats just fell in love with that. So oh. um, it kind of started out there and it, it spread like wildfire. Um, goats are friendly. They're social. Uh, they love being with people. They're the dog of the barnyard. Um, they like they like playing. They like socializing. So it's kind of um, a no-brainer to put people and goats together and hey, why not yoga? They like to climb. They like to jump. (laughs) So how does it work? Uh, Do you work partnered up? Does someone place the goat on your back? I think I saw a picture. (laughs) Kristen had a goat on your back. I'm not sure if that was you. (laughs) How does that work? We kind of let it happen a little organically because, you know, the goats, the goats are letting them, letting their personalities come out is what the fun part of it is. You know, Yeah. yeah, we will, if someone really wants a goat on their back, we'll help them out but sometimes that just happens the goats you know see uh, someone in tabletop and they want to jump up and have some fun so um it's kind of whatever the goats feel like doing yeah and we found um, that all the goats we now work with about seven or eight different goats and they all have their own different personality so it's fun to see those personalities shine too um we now have gotten to the point that we know which ones like to jump which ones 
if one is on somebody's back, which one will then run over and push that one off somebody's back and jump on themselves. They all right. kind of have, there's an hierarchy and it's, it's very funny. Like uh, some of them are blood siblings and some of them aren't, but they all have, um, they're all, there's different leaders in the pack. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. So, so are you guys like the first people on the East coast to be doing it since it's so popularized on the West coast? So the company that we, because we don't have, we don't keep the goats here at our studio. So we, yeah, I didn't um, see any we work, goats. <laughs> yeah, we work with a company called Totes Goats, who's rescued goats over the years. Uh, they started goat yoga two years ago. Um, so they, they've been running goat yoga classes. And then we've just kind of brought it to this area, you know, already having that partnership with them because Kristen had been teaching for them before we had the studio. Um, so we were able to bring it here um, in our space. Yeah. I th I think there's another. I, I mean, we it's got to be one of the first. I think there is um, another company operating in New Jersey that does goat yoga. Um, I don't know about anywhere else, but I know there's a few. I know there's one up in upstate New York somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's it's limited because you need to have that perfect combination of goats, yoga instructors, and open-minded mm -hmm. people. So yeah, yeah <laughs> it's totally. like when these storms collide. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm, I'm definitely going to make sure I make mention of that wherever uh, I talk to someone that's interested in something different. Yeah. Um, so how have students responded to uh, your goat yoga? Are these people that have heard about it or are these people that are just open to new ideas? So, so we almost like to think of it as like a sneaky way of getting people to try yoga because they come, <laughs> they come to play with the goats and maybe their girlfriend dragged them there. Maybe their friend dragged them there. Um, and we get more people who come up after and say, I didn't realize how much I was going to like the yoga. So we sometimes ah. feel like we're tricking people into trying, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, because we keep it very open level. Obviously we, you know, it's a, it's a fun class. It's, it's not meant to be anything serious. Um, but you know, people are kind of surprised when they get a good stretch and feel kind of strong after. And yeah. Yeah. Which becomes like that goes back to the entire premise of our studio in general, which is right. these not sneaky ways to get people in, but just very um, natural ways to get people in that might be scared. Like suddenly somebody looks at a schedule and it says vinyasa yoga and they have no idea what that means. Mm -hmm. But suddenly if you say goat yoga or you say puppy yoga or you say, I can't even think of it, coffee house yoga. Like if you throw other little things out there that kind of make people feel a little more comfortable because they could relate to that first. And yeah, then, no, I totally agree. Right, you know, and then all of a sudden, full circle, they're like, oh my God, I just sat in a meditation. You know, it's like, right. It's a weird, it, it's our way of thinking outside the box, bringing something different to the table that um, allows people to experience something new. Mm -hmm. And they're probably going back to the meditation because a lot of people, that's hard for them. So yeah. for them to walk away with a unique experience and like wowing themselves, like, wow, I just meditated. And I, did yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a great tactic. Um, so I have lots of questions about your events, but first I want to backtrack a little bit and talk about how you two met and how you fell into fitness. Is this a second career for both of you or did you both originally start out in yoga? Yeah, so we met a few years ago in yoga teacher training. Um, and, you know, uh, yoga teacher training is a very beautiful and intense and vulnerable experience. And I think if you don't come out of that with a lifelong friend, maybe you didn't go all in. Um, mm -hmm. And Kristen and I realized along the way that we just had very similar ways of thinking about not only yoga, but business and 
you know, we kind of consider ourselves like type A yogis, <laughs> um, you know, um, we weren't going to just teach yoga and then move on with our day. Um, it was going to be more about that, more than that for us. Um, so, and, and what brought me personally, just to answer the second part of your question into yoga was that, you know, since I did yoga for years and years and years, but really where it intensified for me was after becoming a mom mm. and having yoga be really that only time in my day that completely shut my brain down and I wasn't multitasking in my head and um, worried about this or that. And it was just my space. Um, and I really wanted to bring that to other people. So that was why um, I became a teacher. And Kristen. <laughs> um, yeah, so I started yoga or started taking yoga classes years ago. Um, but it, I was one of those people that we reach out to almost that didn't really love it. Like I kind of forced myself to like it because that was the trendy thing to do. And I wasn't quite getting it. It mm -hmm. wasn't until I went to the studio where we um, ultimately went through our teacher training at, where I ended up falling in love with the practice, getting it, realizing um, what it was meant to do for my body and my mind. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people that, um, you know, they have in their head, they don't like yoga, but there's so many different ways to bring yoga into your life mm -hmm. that you just sometimes have to find that right studio, that right type of practice, that right instructor, that right um, connection. So that's what ended up happening to me. Um, I had a full-time nine to five career uh, that was kind of sucking the life out of me. And um, I woke up one morning and I realized how much weight I gained, how unhealthy I was and how unhappy I was. So I made an effort. Oh God, I can't even remember how many years ago this was to um, get back to the gym, start creating healthy, uh, health, a more healthy lifestyle. And um, that weight loss journey is actually what fueled me to be like, wow, I could actually be a fitness instructor, a yoga instructor. So that's where I came from. It, it was a personal um physical change I wanted to go through and then the mental came with it after because I was happier <laughs> I love that mm -hmm. oh my gosh and I feel like a lot of people they feel like they need like you you know you graduate from school and you feel like you need to follow to this path and you need to stick to this path but I love how you're just like nope not doing this anymore and yeah. I feel like that's what life's about right it's not about the daily grind and on like that short four hours outside of work that you can enjoy yeah. it's about just living your life to the fullest so I love that yeah um, people change and life changes so exactly uh, sometimes you have to go with that exactly yes okay so here's my next question um where do you see Iris mind and body going in terms of the yoga world and I mean I mean that in a sense that I love how you're already unique by what you offer but also like how do you think you stand out in the yoga world um, besides like your special events and things like that? How do you think you compare to the local yoga studios in your area? And I'm not asking you to bash anybody. I'm just asking you <laughs> yeah. what makes you guys unique. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we struggle with it sometimes because we never want to lose the, um, the root of yoga and that, you know, some of the fun stuff that we do um, is definitely outside the box, but at the root of it is always the practice and what that means um, to everybody. So, you know, it's really it's really about connecting people and creating communities wherever we are. And I think that's really maybe what sets us apart is we try to partner with so many different local businesses and people and just create a community within our own space. And obviously we hope to grow in the future and um, continue that. 
Um, but, you know, we've already had clients that have become friends and, you know, we try to make everybody feel like the hour of your day that, that you gave us is as important to us as it is to you. And okay. we take that really seriously and we want to give you the best experience that, that we can. And I try to approach every class, like, what would I personally want to get out of this class? And maybe that's yeah. selfish, but like, I'm like, you know, what, what might people need on a Wednesday and what do I need to send them home with? And you know, um, throughout the rest of their week with. So, you know, I don't know if that answers your question. It but does. I feel like that's no, really it does. important to us as far as our business. Right. No, it totally does. And that kind of leads me into the next thing I saw. I think you posted it on Instagram and I loved, I love, again, the unique approach. Like you're offering yoga classes to people that take care of special needs children. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, so we, uh, we have a partnership with um, this great girl instructor named Heather. And uh, what is her? She's a psychologist or? She's a school counselor. School counselor. So, and she actually um, already has, she has a uh, child, um, not with special needs, but with um, severe allergies. And she recognizes how difficult it can be for somebody who's a full-time caregiver, especially um, in a not as easy situation as others, um, a slightly more abnormal situation where more work goes into it and how much there's a, there's a need to have um, a sense of community there mm -hmm. um, where people can realize that they're not alone. Uh, so she's uh, putting together this program to bring other people. It doesn't even have to be, it could be educators, it could be caregivers, it doesn't have to be the parent necessarily, but um, gives people that sounding board. So not only is there a chance to actually learn techniques of meditation and um, ways to deal with stress and anxiety, but just being in a room with other like-minded people going through the same thing. Uh, we love bringing people together in that way, you know, uh, yeah. finding new relationships is similar to how we all met, you know, um, right. just being in the same room with other people that are going through something similar. You I love that. From that. Yeah. I love how you're bringing people together outside of the class. Like, yes, meet here and hoping that these relationships evolve outside of the yoga studio, yeah. which is so important. Cause I feel like that's what group fitness, a lot of people do seek when they attend classes maybe finding someone oh you like because I can speak to for myself I don't have many workout friends and then most of my friends don't like fitness and so finding people that have that same interest and then on top of it maybe going going through the same thing personally I think is just really commendable I love that yeah yeah like uh, how, how great is it to meet somebody in a class that then you could turn around and say let's go get a coffee right. a glass of wine let's go talk on this like right. you're dealing with this Let's go meet somewhere exactly. and talk about it. You know? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So that means to the, I, lo I love, I've just been stalking your events page. I'm like, ooh, that looks <laughs> good. That looks good. So the vision board class, did that happen yet? It's tomorrow. Ah, okay. Yeah. So what, what made you, because I found that when I started doing a vision board, it really was a game changer for me. So what made you guys want to um, launch that class? So we actually started doing this years before we had a studio when we were um, just teachers. Uh, we, you know, we started doing like little pop-up events because we really had this passion, but weren't ready to, you know, we needed to develop our craft and our business sense before we could open a studio. Um, so we actually, our first vision board was three years ago um, at another local studio that at where we hosted it at. And it was, it sold out. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, the cool thing 
we always tell people you can do a vision board at home. Like you don't have to come and do it here, but like, you know, the, the idea of sitting around with a group of people who are, you know, feeling inspired and putting inspiring things on their boards and, you know, it just leaves you with this feeling that you can't even almost describe and, mm -hmm. you know, being able to talk about it and share kind of what you're feeling for the next year just ha helps you walk away manifesting it even more. Yeah. yeah. And again, and you know, just uh, and meeting those people that you could, that could become sounding boards. So if somebody right. is dealing with something that they're trying to overcome, um, you know, I, I'm looking for a career change. I'm looking to get into this. I'm looking to learn a handstand. I'm looking to run a marathon. Suddenly you're in a group with people and somebody in the corner can say, well, I ran a marathon last year. And right. it gets it gets that going. Like, oh, you did it? That means I could do it too. It makes it that much more real. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like having walking away with like a good number of uh, accountability partners, right? Like, yeah. oh, did you ever follow through with blah, blah, blah? Or just having people... Because I know in my mind, once I put something out in the universe, once I say it out loud, I'm like, okay, it makes me want makes me want to stay committed to it even more because I just verbalized it. So I love that idea. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and this is actually like being that this is now the third year. We do have a few people that have been coming to it every single year. So it's oh, kind how of cool. fun when they show up to be like, all right, so remind us again what was on your board last year, what worked, what didn't, yes. you know? Oh, I love that. So it's like a follow-up. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay, so my next question is the breath work classes. Um, we all did it together for that amazing opportunity. Um, I'm just curious to know how often will you be doing breath work and do you incorporate breath work within um, your yoga studio offerings? So um, we connected with Tiffany a couple months ago and then Tiffany and I were actually in a meditation training. Um, Tiffany is breath work certified. So, um, we're bringing Tiffany in for the first time. This is Tiffany Curran. Um, we're bringing her in for the first time in February. We're hoping that it becomes um, a regular thing because we would love to bring that to our clients, you know, having experienced it and then just knowing Tiffany's energy, we'd love for it to be a regular offering. So we're kind of dipping our toes in the water in, <laughs> in February. And um, a lot of people have already, you know, been very interested in doing it. Um, and then we don't, you know, we don't incorporate breath work specifically into our classes because that's a whole separate training and that's something that Tiffany has spent years perfecting um but we do bring a lot of meditation in um and sometimes in very small ways that because a lot of people like we talked about before are you know the first thing they would say is I can't meditate well mm -hmm. neither can I I always tell them neither can I I can't just sit there and be still and quiet you know I need guided meditations you know mm -hmm. I'll send people over to YouTube if it's something that they want to do at home. And um, there's a lot of different ways that you can meditate. And that's kind of what we like to do. Show people all the different ways that you can do something like that um, without it being just sitting in stillness. <laughs> yeah. And I know, well, um, I know some of our instructors do bring in um, different types of breath work and different types of um, pranayama practice. It's just not full um, the breath, breath work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah, not yeah. the same breath work class but they'll bring um an opening find this certain type of breath um because just going through yoga teacher training um we get a certain level of mm -hmm. yeah so can you guys give me the cliff notes version of what's the difference between meditation and breath work because I kind of thought they were the same but clearly I was very wrong so if you could I mean I'm not asking you to give me a textbook yeah in no. your own words so um 
breath, you know, they are pretty connected because really the breath and the mind, the breath is connected to everything. The breath is connected to your circulation, you know, your brain, the chemistry of your body and everything. So, you know, if you stop breathing, you know, your body's <laughs> going to shut down in multiple different ways. So, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of different ways to breathe, um, that aren't necessarily connected with meditation. Um, but breathing is always part of meditation, if that makes sense. Um, yes. So meditation is almost a little bit more of a journey in your mind or in your body. Um, so it could be focusing on a specific area of the body. It could focus on, you know, a mantra or mm-hmm. some sort of reinforcement that you want to drive in. Um, like I said, the breath is always part of it. Um, it's just that you take a little bit different journey um, with the mind. I don't know anything to add to that. Yeah, no, that would be it. It's. I feel like every time I've gone through a meditation, it's sometimes the focus is the breath. Sometimes the focus is a completely different feeling. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, you answered it perfectly. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. So a couple more questions. So just tell me, like, in general, like, how since becoming yoga instructors, how you try to lead your life daily in a healthy and mindful way? Um, I think for me, I've learned to slow down a bit. It used to be that I was constantly going, constantly thinking of how I was going to get ahead in my career, uh, how I was going to (laughs) just get through my day because I had long commutes. I had people I had to deal with deadlines, all of that. And I was doing all that while I was going through my teacher training. And I remember like making a list one time of all the ways I was bringing yoga into my everyday when I couldn't actually do yoga. (laughs) Mm, Oh my gosh. I'd like wear my yoga pants to work. (laughs) I would like chant mantras on my way home in the car just to like get through the, you know, the New Jersey Parkway. Um, I, I've learned to take a deep breath. I've learned, um, I think one of the biggest takeaways from going through teacher training and becoming a yoga instructor is I found my voice. I found Mm. uh, my confidence there are things that I've done in the past three years. There's things I've done in the past six months that like 10 year old me or even 20 year old me would have been like, that is not, that was, right. that is not happening. I used to, even this, like just a few years ago, I would never be able to get on a call and interview with somebody like this oh. would never have happened. I would have been like freaking out, but I found my voice. It's not scary anymore because now you sound so comfortable. <laughs> It's like a level of comfort because I know I'm strong. I know I'm worthy of it. And I know that there's people out there that need to hear it. So I love it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a whole new mindset over the past really three years. Ever since I've become a teacher, I've become a totally, I mentioned this to my husband just the other day. I'm like, have I become a completely different person the past three years? He's like, yeah, but like in a good way, in a good way. He wasn't like, all right, bye, new you. I love it. You know, I think for me, it's made me really self-aware and really open. So, you know, yoga didn't solve all of my problems, meaning it doesn't make me not yell at my kids or it doesn't make me not have a bad day or anything like that. But I think it makes me really aware of what I'm doing and then the, you know, the ripple effects and mm-hmm. it kind of makes me analyze things a little bit better. Um, and then I just feel like since I've been a yoga teacher, I or since like I really taken a deep dive into yoga I'm just kind of an open book and I don't know it doesn't take much to get 
me to kind of start pouring my heart. <laughs> um, you know, I just, I feel like that unlocked in a way where I, maybe I was like closing certain things off. But, right. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Um, so for someone like me who I don't despise yoga, I actually really like it. I just can't find not that I can't. I don't think I've found a class like Kristen, you had mentioned before, or an instructor. I'm just like, I got to make it there. So if I'm trying to do yoga more regularly on my own, if do you, either of you have a number one tip that you could give me that would help me practice regularly independently? I would say figure, find out why, like what your why is. Like what's making you want to turn to yoga? I know that you're a fitness instructor yourself, so is it because you need to stretch because you're sore because you're tired and it's about the stretch so then maybe finding a yin class or some kind of stretchy class is more for you something for athletes or maybe you're going because not because you want a hard i know i teach a hard class that's the type of class i love to teach but maybe you don't want that because you already got your bar workout in and you're not doing right. the workout you more want to step away and just be treated have it be treated more as a meditation so maybe that's the avenue you need to find um maybe you like no music maybe you like you know a ton of music and a bass and a beat maybe that's what gets you into mm -hmm. it maybe you need the chiming so there's so many different roads you could take so think more about what your out what you want your outcome to be first and then back into it that way yeah that's, that's great advice thank you so much Taryn, do you want to add to that or no? <laughs> yeah, no, I would just, uh, you know, just to add, tap into that a little bit, you know, just don't get discouraged if you go to a class and you're not like, oh, you know, there's, we all have favorite teachers. We all have mm -hmm. favorite formats. And I think the best thing that someone can do, whether it's a home practice or a, a studio practice is try, you know, a couple different studios, a couple different teachers, see who clicks with you and then go from there. And you, and, and once you find that person who opens you up to yoga, then you might start to like more formats and more people. That's, yeah, that's completely yeah. what happened to me. <laughs> I, that's great advice. I Just as you said that, I kind of already in my head have like a little checklist. Oh, I like that. I like this. And it was like from different types of instructors yeah. that I walked away with. So I will keep that in mind. So before we go, guys, please share with everybody where they can find you, your social and any upcoming events you have. We know you have events. So what yeah. <laughs> So our Instagram is at iris.mindandbody, all, all spelled out. Um, and our website is irisstudiosnj.com. We're also on Facebook under Iris Mind and Body. Um, we've got a ton of events. Like we have so many events that it's taken me a long time to write up our January newsletter. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, some of our, some of the highlights is we have our second coffee house yoga in February. Our yeah. first one was in um, November and that was a ton of fun. We had an acoustic guitar player. We had a coffee bar from uh, Cedar Beans and Cedar Grove. We had a bunch of different pop-up vendors from the Montclair area. Um, so we're getting that back on the calendar because we had a lot of people who missed it in November yes, due to the holidays. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> February 22nd. We'll get, we'll be announcing all that uh, next week. Um, and then we've got a lot of other fun things planned for the spring. We've got a partner yoga workshop uh, in February. Uh, we have the breath work, more goat yoga, kids yoga, 
nice. a lot of stuff going on. So we're definitely. launching a book club just oh, yes. to get out in the community. So we're now going to have a, a monthly book club at a local coffee shop, Cedar Beans. So we're going to nice. that. Yeah. I'm going to be in Cedar Grove a lot, I think. <laughs> we oh hope so. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Okay, guys, thank you so much for being on the call. I think I'm going to have to have you back in the spring. I love this conversation. Thanks. Guys, make sure you check out Iris Mind and Body. And thank you guys so much for being on the call. Thanks, Nadia. Thank have you. a good one. Bye. Bye.